0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training podcast. My name is Delaney Williams, and I am joined by Maggie Bertram. Hey, Maggie. Hey. Hey, so Maggie, today on this episode, we're going to be talking about Unit 15, Session 3, titled, God's People Were Taken Captive. And the scripture reference for this session is 2 Chronicles chapter 36. When we think about the big idea for this session, we want to remember that God wants the people he made in his image to live with him forever. But God cannot tolerate sin. We learned that God cared about the Ninevites and sent Jonah to Nineveh to call them to repentance. God also cared for his people in Israel and through Nahum brought them the good news of salvation for those who trust in him. In today's story, Judah has turned away from God. And so we're going to learn how God disciplines those he loves so that they may turn back to him and repent. Maggie, Can you share with our listeners the Christ Connection for this session for the kids?
1: Sure. The Christ Connection is, God was right to punish his people for their sin, but he kept his promise to provide a king through David's family. Ultimately, God punished our sin through his son, Jesus, and made him our king forever. Great. Thank
0: you. And so as we've talked about our Christ Connection and the big idea for this session, it's time for us to go ahead and talk about some of the activities that, teachers, you may need a little extra prep time or either some special instructions to help you as you prepare for this session. So I'll go ahead and start with our Younger Preschool resource. And there is an activity called March to the Beat. And so just wanted to add this idea for our teachers as you're preparing for this. This would be a great opportunity for a child that plays drums, either an elementary age student or either a student drummer that would come into the preschool class to demonstrate drumming and come drum for the preschoolers. And so I know that would be an encouragement to the student drummers, but also the preschoolers would love that as well. And so that would just be following your proper procedures and policies that you need to check with your church leaders to make sure you work all of that out. But that would just be one way to enhance that activity. Then for older preschoolers, there is an activity called Play the Babylon, Babylon Game. This is a version of the game Bubblegum, Bubblegum in a Dish. Some of you may be saying, what is that game? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure if you saw a visual of it, you would be able remember it. So I want to encourage you, you can go online, search on something if you need a visual and it's called Bubblegum, Bubblegum in a Dish. And so you'll be able to do that and then that will help you prepare for that activity. And so those were a couple of the activities I wanted to highlight in our preschool resources. Now Maggie, if you'll talk about some of the kids activities.
1: Absolutely. For our older kids resource, one of the activities is called Exile the Pennies. And it includes hiding a few pennies in buckets of rice. And so if you don't want to use rice, instead you could use all pennies. And so you could mark four pennies with an X with a permanent marker and then mix those up in a cup with a handful of other pennies. And the kids could search for those marked pennies and then exile them to their team's cups at the front of the room like the the rest of the game says. And then for kids' worship, the additional activity is called Musical Key Passage. And so if you have an especially active group of kiddos, you could call out different actions for each round as the kids are moving around The circle of chairs, so you could say skip or hop on one foot for this round or hop on two feet for this round or bear crawl. So just some different ways if you have some active kids and you want to get them moving a little bit more. And then for midweek, one of the options is to make a quilt. And so this is going to be taking squares of fleece and cutting two inch slits and then tying those slits together with other squares to make a blanket and depending on the age of the kids in your class it may be easier for you to pre-cut those two inch slits in the quilt squares ahead of time and i want to encourage you so that you're not having to cut a whole bunch of fabric pieces if you don't have time to do that To check with another ministry in your church, such as a quilting group or a sewing ministry, or maybe even, you know, like one of the student Bible studies, small group Bible studies, see if they can help you with this task to give you a little bit more time in your week.
0: That's a great idea, Maggie. And, you know, it helps get, like you're talking about other groups in the church involved in the kids' ministry. And I know many, many times I'm thinking back when I served on church staff, those other groups that you would ask, they would be honored to To be involved, in, and that's a way that we can work together in different ministries, in different age groups, and so I love that. That's a great, great tip for sure. We've talked about some of the activities that may need that little extra prep time, and so now let's talk about what stands out to us about this session or what excites us.
1: Yeah, you know, Delaney, we were talking about this before we started recording the podcast, and we both sort of agreed that this isn't an especially easy Bible story to teach, um, but it is so important that we teach the whole Bible to kids because like that Christ Connection says, God still fulfilled his promise to provide a king through David's family. And so even though this story might be a little bit more difficult to teach than other stories, it's important that we focus in on it because this story reminds us that God's plan cannot be thwarted by our sin or disobedience. He is all powerful. And so we can trust that his plan is going to come to fruition. Right. That's
0: a great word. And I think especially as older kids and adults too, that sometimes we may not understand his plan. Well, even, I mean, younger kids, any age can understand. We don't understand his plan, but like you say that he is sovereign. He's God, and so we have to remember that he will fulfill his plan, and you know, so we were talking about how this may be a more difficult session. Some of our teachers may be saying, okay, how can we make this applicable to the kids that we teach, and especially for preschoolers thinking, how does this apply? And I think in our Christ Connection for preschool, also we talked about how God was right to punish His people because they sinned. But then we don't just leave it there. We talk about how God sent His Son, Jesus, and Jesus took the punishment for our sin. Again, helping them see God's plan. But then also, I think this is a great opportunity to talk about the importance of obeying God, learning to obey God. Maggie, you already talked about how we were talking about this even beforehand preparing, and you mentioned about just when children are developing that foundation, their spiritual foundation, it's important that they understand that, yes, sin is punished, but God offers grace. God sent a rescuer, sent Jesus, to take that punishment for sin. So helping boys and girls, especially those preschoolers, learn what it means to obey God? What is something practical for them to see and learn to obey God and to form that foundation? So that's what I'm excited about whenever we're teaching this session this week. And so, listeners, thank you very much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschooling Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.